whatever you teach us yourself and reveal our state to us in the name of Jesus. We ask God Jesus that you meet us at the very point of our need. We ask God Jesus that as we look at ourselves in the mirror of the world, we ask God that you help us to see the true picture of ourselves and help us to make amends in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Version 
or, or any satisfaction of that teacher, okay, it refreshes my soul. So that tells us that refreshing, restore, restoration can also replace refreshing. And we also like us to look at the book of Psalm 58 and verse 9. Psalm 58 and verse 9. Psalm 58 and verse 9. I would like us to go to that scripture that we have an understanding of what we are talking about. Psalm 68 and verse 9. Verse 9. Say, Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thy inheritance when it was you. That passage also talking about God sending forth rain in times of weary. The word refresh means to be renewed, to be revitalized, to be re-energized, to be reinvigorated, to gain back strength. That is what refreshment means. That is what refreshment does. It means to be renewed, it means to be re-energized, it means to be revitalized, it means to be reinvigorated, it means to gain back lost strength. And this is what God desires for us as his children. You know, last week we were talking about that if all you ever desire, if all you ever desire about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, is just to speak in tongues and then forget about it. Just like a lot of us Christians today, we believe that, oh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is just for speaking in tongues. Yes, it is firmly a part of it. In fact, it is basic to him. But then that is not all that the baptism of the Holy Spirit has come to offer you. Much more than that, God expects us, God desires that we are being filled every blessed day. He wants our soul to be refreshed every blessed day so that we can actually stay in His will and do His will at time. The Word of God says in the book of Acts that how Jesus was anointed with power and the Holy Ghost. And he went about doing good. I want us to focus on the good there. God desires that we do exploit. 
It's desire that we do as well. He doesn't want us to be stagnant as Christians. He doesn't want us to be stagnant as, as Christians. And that's why he said in John 15, verse 4, that we should abide in him. Because when a tree, when a leaf is cut off from the tree, it loses its value, it loses its strength, it loses its refreshing, and it withers. Have you ever seen a stagnant river that is filled with all kinds of thorns, sticks, and harmful substances and does not flow? What happens to such a river? It stinks, it smells. Such a river cannot be, cannot be refreshed because it's not flowing. It's not flowing out. And if it's not flowing out, you cannot receive more. So God expects us to stay and abide in Him so that our soul can actually be refreshed every blessed day. So, brethren, tonight, there is more to the baptism of the Holy Spirit just than speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is beneficial to you. It's beneficial to your fellowship in Christ. It's beneficial to your communion with Christ. Very, very important. But beyond that, like I said last week, God wants us to be a flowing river that flows out and bless people around us. He wants us to edify the body of Christ. He wants us to do exploits. And that is the purpose of the power that comes upon us at the point of this infinite, at the point of this fullness. We are not supposed, a lot of us are not maximizing the potential that comes in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that is the state of the church today. That is why we see less of what happened in the days of the apostles in the church today. Because we are not maximizing. We have restricted the feeling of the Holy Spirit to just speaking in tongues, which is erroneous. So, brethren, tonight, I would like to make us understand that God is willing beyond that day. And you might have the date in your head. You might have that experience at the back of your mind. But how much more have you gone after that? What are the experts that you have done for Christ? What are the changes that are taking place in your life? Even after that stage of your life, after that instilling of the Holy Spirit, is it just speaking in tongues? Or can we actually still find more? Can we find evidences of healing? Can we, can we take record of the experts you have actually done in the body of Christ? How much have you blessed others? That is what I'm talking about. So, Tonight, God expects us, God expects us to launch out. He expects us to move out, to bless others around us. And the only way this can happen is when we get our souls refreshed every now and then. So many people have been filled with the Holy Spirit, but they are dormant in their Christian life. They are dormant in their Christian work. So many people have been filled with the Holy Spirit, but they are not doing much. They are just complacent with speaking in tongues. And that is not what God wants for us as his children. So tonight, God is calling high. He's, call, he's calling you as well. That beyond your speaking in tongues, it is not just enough to speak in tongues. How much, how much, how much, how much have you done with the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Let's look at the example of Jesus Christ. Look at what he did. He said he was anointed with the power and the Holy Ghost. And he went about doing good. Good then means a lot of things. And if you take record of the New Testament, you will see what Jesus was doing. You will see the good that we mentioned about him. The good works. And scripture makes us understand that greater work than Jesus did. In any time, I remember that scripture. And I, I just always look at myself. Have I actually done greater work? than Jesus actually did. 
because that was Jesus' promise. And Christ is not a liar. Let all men be liar, and God be true. It's a greater work than easy we are going to do. So, brethren, I put it to us tonight that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not just for speaking in tongues alone. We need to do more. And I pray God is giving. You know, we live in a world where the hustle and bustle of life, family ministry, work, and general challenges of life can sap us of energy. It can drain us of energy. And this might make us lose vigor for time and also lose sight of our purpose in Christ. You know, when you look at the challenges of life, the overwhelming situation of life, you know, the burdens of life, sometimes we even forget, we lose focus if we are not careful. But this is why the availability has been made for us in the word of God to come to God for refreshment. This is why God has made it known to us according to that Jeremiah 21 verse 25 that he will, he will refresh the weary soul. This is why he has made it known to us in that Psalm 23 that he restores our soul. He guides us even besides still waters. That is what You need to make use of these things that have been made available for us in the body of Christ and in His Word. So, what is a what is a refreshment? A refreshment is a soul that constantly go back to His source for strength, renewal, and revival. A refreshment is a soul that constantly goes back to His source for strength, renewal, and revival. The Holy Spirit is willing to fill you every day. You should not just stop at the day you were baptized. It is a continuous experience. You can never get to the end of, you can never get to the brain of it in this journey. You can never exhaust God, brethren. You can never exhaust the benefit of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And that is why we need to constantly it. In fact, when we continually seek Him, then we be set in our soul for more of Him. Then we be set in our soul for more of Him. Because the more we seek Him, the more we get closer to Him. You know, the more we want more, the more we want more from Him, and the more we get refreshed. So, a refreshed soul constantly goes back to His thoughts for strength. So let's not just stop at the point of speaking in tongues. I think that is what the incident of the Holy Spirit only has to offer. Let's go beyond that for a refreshing of our soul every now and then so that we can maximize the benefit of the incident of the Holy Spirit and walk in the will of God every day of our life. Now, I want to talk about how we can stay refreshed in the spirit. How can you stay refreshed in the spirit? How can I stay refreshed in the spirit? I want to you know that I'm talking to myself as well as talking to you. How can I stay refreshed in the spirit? How can you stay refreshed in the spirit? Number one, you need to know that prayer is not something of routine. Pray, don't pray as a routine, but make it a lifestyle. So many are times as Christians because, you know, they said that we must pray. We just, we, we just do our prayer or we just do our quiet time and our, our devotion just as a routine. The book of 2 Thessalonians 5 verse 7 says, Pray without season. 
pray without him. Thank God we've not, we've not been listed in UK. Even to pray only in the corner of our room. You can pray anywhere. You're not restricted. You can pray. So far, you're communicating with God. Because prayer is a communication between God and man. So wherever you are, you are not limited. Be it in your toilet, be it on the road, be it at your place of work. You can pray. So don't pray as a routine. Make prayer a lifestyle. Make prayer a lifestyle. Make, some, make prayer something that, you know, has become habitual to you. It's your thought. You cannot do without it in this journey. That is one way you can stay refreshed as a child of God. Another way you can actually stay refreshed is building up our faith by praying in tongues, according to Jude 1, verse 20. You know, last week I mentioned that life is a warfare. Life is a warfare. You don't know the next point in time when an attack is going to come your way. So you need to be ready at all times because every battle that the devil show at you is a battle against your faith. It's a battle of against your faith. So brethren, we need to constantly build up our faith. Build up our faith by praying in tongues every now and then. That Another way we can stay refreshed is that we must not we must not grieve the Holy Spirit. The scripture says in the book of Ephesians 4, verse 30. It said, Grieve not the Holy Spirit by which you are sealed until the day of judgment. Brethren, the moment you start grieving the Holy Spirit, then you are treading on a dangerous path. You are treading, and how the how can we grieve the Holy Spirit? By intentionally disobeying his instruction every now and then. So when you grieve the Holy Spirit, when you give the Holy Spirit that you know that was given to you as a seal in the day of judgment. Remember the story of Saul in the Bible. The Bible makes us to understand that the Spirit of God departed from him, and an evil spirit came to reside in him. And you know the end of the story. I pray that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. So another way you can constantly stay refreshed in the spirit is to make sure that you do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. And peradventure you mistakenly do it. Quickly go back. Go back to God and repent of your evil way. Also, bless others with your God-given assignment. Bless others with your God-given assignment according to Proverbs 11 verse 25. That if that refreshes others, we also be refreshed. Eh? He that refreshes others, we also be refreshed. God has called you. God has given you an assignment. You know, God has, has given you a kind of niche over others. God has given you a, a kind of way whereby you can actually help others. So, failure to use this gift to help others or making merchandise of them to your gifting is a sin against God. But in the other way around, when you use this gift to bless others, then you will also be refreshed. So another way you can stay refreshed is actually by blessing others with your God-given gift. Also, number five, stay away from little foxes that spoil the vine. Stay away from little foxes that spoil the vine. Be certain ways. Be certain ways. Get rid of them before they destroy you. You know them, I know them. You know those things that you are still battling with. The fact that we are filled with the Spirit of God does not mean we don't get in the flesh at times. But it takes a wise child. It takes a wise Christian to actually notice this thing 
and consciously put to death, consciously mortify the deeds of the flesh in his or her life. So stay away from little foxes that spoil the vine. Because after this verse 19, so that we should repent and forsake our sin. And then the time of refreshing will come. When you refuse to forsake your sin, when you constantly engage in sin, as a Christian, you begin to sin. As a Christian, you lack boldness even to go before the throne. So repent of your sin and stay away from this little person that can spoil your Christian world. Also, guard your heart. Guard your heart. What of God says in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs says, guard your heart to for how to know the issues of life. You need to guard your heart diligently. What are ways which you can guard your heart? You need to know, you, you know, a man that does not have a guard over his feet, he's got in the book of Proverbs, he's like a city without walls. So you need to constantly check what comes into your ear gate, your eyes gate. And even the people that stay around you because they have influence on you one way or the other. So another way you can stay refreshed as a child of God is to guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. So if you must stay refreshed as a child of God, guard your heart and notice the emphasis. He said with all diligence because it takes a conscious effort for you to do that. Also, number seven, involve the Holy Spirit in every step you take. Involve the Holy Spirit in every step you take. Commit your ways onto the hands of God and He will direct your path. Brethren, a lot of the time we have the Holy Spirit in our but we don't engage in the activities of our life. Or there are some activities we are engaging in. I say, oh, Holy Spirit, take charge of this one. But you see this one, it does not concern me. I know how to angry. I, I can manage it on my own. And the Holy Spirit does it. It doesn't it doesn't force his will on us because it's the spirit of love. And so once you pack in one side, you will pack one side too. So as children of God, we need to involve the Holy Spirit in every step we take, and you will see him at work. Also, number eight, allow the love of God to rule your heart. Allow the love of God to rule your heart. The word of God says in the book of Romans that the love of God has been shared in our heart through the spirit of God in us. But a lot of the time while we fall in the place of life, God, we don't give, give to the Holy Spirit. So if we are to constantly stay refreshed in the Holy Spirit, you don't need to allow hatred. You don't need to allow, you don't need to allow malice. You don't need to allow bitterness. You don't need to allow anger in your heart. So allow the love of God to flow through you and in you. So these this are ways you can actually stay refreshed in the spirit. And anyone who takes advantage of God's rest, rescue would never have a nervous breakdown. Anyone that takes advantage of God's rescue, you will never have a nervous breakdown. Because when we stay refreshed in the, in the spirit, you know, the book of of John 14, verse 27. Make us to understand that he has it said, Peace I give to you, peace I live with you. In this world, you will have a lot of challenges. He said, But they are too, because I have overcome the world with us. He has already given us that peace that passes all human understanding. And the only way we can actually get this is by ensuring that we come to his presence to find bread, just like he said in Matthew 11. 
and say, come on to me. All ye that are weary, I'm heavy lady, and I will give you rest. So in the present and bottle of life, God is not denying the fact that there will be challenges. God is not denying the fact that there will be things that you you reattend to. Things that we even want to take you away from the faith. Things that we even want to make you lose focus or compromise your heart. But at such moments, you need to be sensitive to know them and run back to him for a refreshing. And I pray that God will help you as well as help me in the name of Jesus. What are the benefits of staying refreshed in the spirit? What are the benefits of staying refreshed in the spirit? Number one, you receive. Just by our own strength. But when we go back to God, when we seek His help, when we seek His refreshing, we are constantly, you know, we, we, we are constantly strengthened in this work. Also, number two, joy in the Holy Ghost is intact. Our joy in the Holy Ghost is intact. And people begin to wonder is it that this person does not have a challenge? Is it that this person has all the good things of life? Is it that this person, you know, has all the benefits life has to offer? Is it that this person has all of the luxuries of life? No! Within our spirit, Romans 14, verse 17, make us to understand that, that the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink in a bottle of joy in the Holy Ghost, an unexplainable joy. Uh, you know, a joy that you don't even know where it's coming from. David prayed in the book of Psalm 51, verse 11. He said, Do not take away the joy of my salvation, because when you have joy, you have everything. You know, do you hear concept of this? Joy is a fetcher. Joy is a fetcher. When your joy is intact, hey, the devil finds it very, very, very difficult for him to actually wreck your faith. But the moment there is a problem with your joy, your joy in the Holy Ghost is intact. Also, you get this prayer halfness. You just you, you, you are praying for the right thing for time. That's also one of the benefits of praying in tongues. Because by our own self, we may not be able to pray for others. By our own self, we may not even know what is happening to others. Even our family members, maybe they are, they, are, they are not staying with us. Even some of them are staying with us, but we don't even know what is happening in their life. But, you know, through the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, when we stay refreshed, constantly go back to Him. He helps us to pray the right prayer at time for people. Also, another benefit of staying refreshed in this is that there is confidence in the wonder-working power of God. There is confidence. You just believe that through Him, all things are possible, irrespective of you know, you know, everything that is happening around you, irrespective of the fact that things are falling apart. In and around you, you just believe that there is always a way of escape. You just believe that, you know, 
I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You don't believe that I can't, everything is not going to remain like this. There will always be a positive turn around concerning the situation of things in my life and in my family. So there is confidence in the wonder working power of God, you know, when you stay refreshed with it. Also, good health. You enjoy good health. The book of Isaiah 26 verses, he retreats in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on him. He retreats in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on him. So one of the benefits of staying refreshed in the, in, in, in the Holy Ghost is that it is your at peace. Even though the world is falling apart, you are just somewhere in the world and you are just relaxed. You know, I've had testimonies of a lot of men of God. Even at the point to when they are about to experience a plane crash, they are just calm. They are just calm. Where is that calmness coming from? It is because they have kept their mind stayed on God. So when you, one of the benefits of staying refreshed in the spirit is that you, you enjoy good health. You enjoy good health. Also, you enjoy revelational knowledge. You receive understanding pattern concerning the word of God. And much more importantly, you become a ready blessing to others around you. Like, like I said, so that level and when you refresh others, you become so refreshed. So the rivers of living water within you, which is the Holy Spirit, Close out to others in great dimension. I pray that as we continually make our soul refreshed, or every day, every day, every now and then, I pray that God Himself will bless us and keep us refreshed to be used for His being in the name of Jesus.